This is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol. Welcome back to another episode of On the Nose. I'm your host, Joey Erringman, and with me today is our uh, our legal correspondent, Stephen Hercheck. Uh, legal correspondent Yeah, today. I keep changing it up with each episode, <laughs> trying to figure out what fits best. And then we've got another special guest, Tim Dowds. Welcome, Tim. Hey, good to be here. So, um, this is going to be another really interesting episode. It's another blind episode for me because Stephen went ahead and put this one together. So, before we kick off with that, Tim, what is our whiskey of the week? So, Stephen brought us a Angel's Envy, which is finished in port wine barrels. It's at 43.3% alcohol by volume. That's a really random... ABV. I've never seen one that specific before that's still diluted because that's not cask strength. Yeah, that makes sense because usually they just measure what it what it came out of the cask right, at. Right. If it's going to be a point three. They, what I hope is that they got it so that it tasted exactly like what they wanted and then they measured it and they're like, well, 43.3, that's what we get. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, it's always either an uh, even number or uh, 0.5. Yeah, so then when they double it to do the proof. Then it's a round number. Yep. So this is typically aged up to six years. And then, Tim, what did it say on there? It was finished for, what, six months? Up to six months in the uh, Ruby Port wine barrel. Okay. Mm. And here's the other thing that I thought was interesting was uh, for this spirit, they lose about 5% each year to the angel's share. That's so much. It's a ton. Five percent a that's year. Supposed to be, those are the, the angels are supposed to be good. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you think about an Irish or a Scotch whiskey, they're, I think, on average, losing about two percent a year, which I still thought was a ton. But five percent a year, which makes sense, as Tim, you said earlier, it's uh, much hotter in Kentucky than it is in Ireland and, and Scotland. Angels like bourbon more. Oh, is that, that what it is? That's prob- yeah. that really makes. I. You know what? Good job. Good well, job, Tim. <laughs> Angels prefer bourbon to scotch, so. All right, let's get into enjoying this Angels Envy. Sweet, good. Okay, so Tim, you've got the notes on it, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to try and pick out a couple things here. I get a lot of spice and a lot of rye. Yeah, I do too. It actually smells like it's higher ABV than what it is. Oh, yeah. I think it's definitely because of the spice. Yeah. Yes, it'll it'll burn your nose hairs. <laughs> so I'm actually getting completely opposite of that. Mm. I'm not detecting any rye. You don't get any rye on really? It? Not real. No. Are you getting a lot of the port then? Yeah, it's ta- it smells sweet to me. I can definitely find yes. it. It feels like the secondary. I, I get the sweet corn on it to me. Now, their, their uh, nose notes say subtle vanilla, raisins, maple syrup, and toasted nuts. They're not even going to talk about how spicy it is on the nose? <laughs> not. Angel's uh, Envy and also Denial. But that's okay. It is quite tasty. Yeah. This is a, a well-sought-after bottle, and I can see why. They know what they're doing. This is a complex flavor, and certainly on the nose as well. Yeah, this one's not easy to find in Ohio, if I'm not, if I'm correct. Mm-mm. Fun little story about how I ended up with this bottle. Uh, I was just at the liquor store in a Giant Eagle. I was poking around looking for something to bring to enjoy with my dad, and I had been doing, you know, my paces back and forth in the store, 
And I guess just the way I was looking around and like craning my neck to see the bottles behind the counter, the uh, the lady at the checkout must have noticed me, could tell that I was into whiskey and knew what I was looking for. Cause I, and I also asked about another bottle as I got up to the counter and she's like, hey, we have a bottle of Angel's Envy back here. Do you want that? And I'm like, like behind the counter? And she's like, yeah. Like, um, uh, I wasn't planning on, what, can I see it? (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't going to buy it. My instinct was, that's not in my budget today. Nice. And then uh, I saw it and I'm like, yep, I'm buying this today. So it just came out from behind the counter just because someone could tell that I knew what I was looking for. And uh, I happened upon it just because someone could tell I would enjoy it. So that was delightful. I really like the finish on this one too. It like it's it sits there for a bit, but it's not like an overpowering finish. Mm-hmm. And it's warm. Yeah, very warm. Yep, very good. Um, so, what are you getting on the uh, palate? On the palate, um, I, I guess I started with the palate, but for me, it's rye. It's rye up front. I get dark. And then I search as around well. for the, the the sweetness. Yeah. So here's the other part of that denial statement. They say nothing about the rye. What? <laughs> they do say vanilla. Ripe fruit, which you okay. just said fruit. Also, maple syrup, toast, and bitter chocolate. Interesting. I'm getting mm. a lot of the maple syrup and toast. It kind of tastes like breakfast to me. Interesting. Wait, it literally just says toast? Toast. Not toasted bread. <laughs> okay. Yeah, toast. Like there's a lot of a lot of toasted notes usually, but no, I've never toast. heard just toast. It's just toast. It could be toasted rye bread. And so that will. <laughs> That's where they hid their rye notes. Wow. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, you ready for the surprise? Let's do it. Let's do Good it. As time okay. as any. Take one, pass it down. Oh. Oh, we have, like, gift bags. Yes, you guys have (laughs) gift bags. Oh. Excellent. Excellent what? Excellent pipe. Pipe? What do you mean, pipe? Gosh, this is awesome. It's a lot better than my corn cob pipe at home. I can't even talk about it yet. (laughs) I'm so psyched, you guys. Okay, so we basically had, or Steven basically got us a gift bag. It came with a pipe, two different styles of tobacco, and oh, I'm assuming these are matches? Yes. Okay. I will give you an intro to everything that yeah, we have here. You're going to need to and talk was... me through all of this. <laughs> yes. So, shout out to John, the manager at Barclay Pipe and Tobacco, multiple locations around Columbus. He hooked me up. I went in there, and I told him I didn't know what I was doing. And he's like, I'd love to sell someone on some stuff he doesn't know what he's t- who doesn't know what he's talking about. So each of you have your own pipes there. Okay. Um, you'll notice um, one of you guys they they each have their own little setups to them, and we'll walk through the different parts of a pipe. But right off the bat, they're um, not expensive. They were uh, the basically he had like an overstock from like a sa- a uh, sale of like some place some mm-hmm. other place some other salesman yeah. closing down, and these were like extra ones laying around. So. They're not young. They're unused, but they're not young. And um, 
just like mine, one of you guys has like some sticker on there that I, I just couldn't get off. So oh. we, <laughs> these aren't the creme de la creme of pipes, <laughs> but they're going to give us a great intro. Okay. Um, actually, uh, Tim, you want to describe your pipe real quick so they can get kind of a visual of what we're looking at? So it's got a brown wood as the uh, main part of the pipe. It looks like it's polished off, uh, dark red color, and then it's just got a plastic uh, black tip. Yes. So they're just straight pipes. Um, I had the option to get corn cob pipes, but those cost about three times as much. Do they really? And he's like, here, I'll, I'll hook you up with these since you just need something to get going. So it's perfect. Thank okay. you, John at Barclay. Awesome. So he gave me uh, a little intro on what we should do. So this is the pipe. This end is called the bowl. That's where you pack the tobacco in. And then this tip down here is called the stem. And the, um, the connection between the two, one of your guys' twists off and the other one, you kind of wiggle it out. So they're two separate parts. One of you guys has a filter. One of you has a kind of twisty metal piece. Mine I have screwed a filter. out completely. That's yeah. awesome. So uh, there are a couple of pieces here. And basically the little mechanism in the middle is to keep ash from coming into your mouth because oh. it's hot. You don't want it to Clever. burn your tongue. I know. They thought of everything, dude. They thought of everything. So, um, we have pipes, we have wooden matches, which are key. I was warned not to use anything else. You can, but you shouldn't. Um, there's a technique to everything. And then you guys also have this little multi-tool here. And it is called a check tool, spelled C-Z-E-H, as in Czechoslovakia. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, throwback, or shout out to my people a little bit. There's a little spoon on there, a little... Um, can't remember what is it called the like uh, stamper pack. It is or called something. the spoon, and then the uh, the flat oh. one is called the tamper, tamper, and the other one's called a pick. And that one uh, we'll discuss what each of these does here in a minute. Okay. And the exciting thing about this, the whole reason I wanted to do this, is so that we can compare the tasting notes before and after smoking a pipe. Interesting. Ooh, okay. Because they're made to be enjoyed together. I, all right. And certainly, a lot of people have uh, tried them together. Okay. And then so the last part. Uh, is the tobacco here. So pick one of your tobaccos. We each have a, a third of an ounce of Baskerville and a third of an ounce of Breakfast Blend. I smelled them both in the store, and I'm like, oh, they're fantastic. Can I just have both? Okay. <laughs> well, since so, I already uh, said I this reminded me of breakfast, I'll go with Breakfast Blend. That's a good blend. point. Yeah, Perfect. good job. I remember um, the Baskerville, I think, had a heartier smell to it, so I'm going to go with the Baskerville. I think I'm going to go with Breakfast Blend. It smells so good. Um, all right. Kind of reminds me of just like everything you think of when you think of pipes. Mahogany and just older men that know how to live their lives. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so like should barbecue. we take a break to pack these and then we'll no, come back to taste walk them? Us through We're going to walk through it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So step one okay. is you want to take your pipe and kind of put it into the bag and scoop your pipe about full, loosely full. Just kind of use your finger to get it up to the top. Okay, so once loosely it's there, full. you push that down. You can use your tamper for this. Push that down 
to about halfway. And the trick is we want to pack this down in layers so that it smokes evenly. And also, as you go, you can draw through the, through the tip mm -hmm. to make sure that some air comes through. Because if no air is coming through, then you're not going to be able to smoke. Okay? Just the tip? Just the tip, Timothy. <laughs> Wondering when that cool. joke was going to get made. <laughs> so um, you repeat that uh, two or three more times until um, you pack it and it's, uh, you push it down so it'll be about halfway. And then the next time you fill it up and go down to about three quarters, the next time you fill it up and tap that down, and then you fill it up just above the top and you pack it down even with the top. So we'll do that for a minute here. Then there is a two-step process to lighting it because you have to sort of prime it. Let me see, what, is, what was the term for that that John used? It's called toasting. So, toast. No, just toast. <laughs> just toast. Toast. Yeah. So it's called toasting. Um, basically, the first time you attempt to light it, you don't fully light it. You just get a little bit of a a toast going on the top. You spin it around and around to try and get the whole top layer charred just a little bit. And um, so it's called toasting or a charring light or false light. And then the biggest mistake that beginners make is that they tamp it too tightly. And so if you find that you've done that, you've tamped it down too tightly, this um, pick tool can be used to make a little flue down the middle so okay. the air can get through a little bit. Kind of like uh, you don't want a cigar to canoe up the side. Same sort of idea. You want to make sure it's going evenly. How you guys coming along? Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, one thing that I did learn from a buddy of mine with pipes is he Wait, said... have you smoked a pipe before? I haven't smoked a pipe, but I had a buddy who did smoke pipes quite a bit. Gotcha. And he said that the way he described it was you did it in three stages, and you think of it as a handshake with a baby, a child, <laughs> and then an adult. So the first, the first uh, layer, like you wouldn't shake a baby's hand super hard, right? So you just kind of pack it down a little bit. And then the second layer, you would shake a child's hand a little bit harder. And then you go on to the adult and you shake the hand a little bit even harder at the last step. Kind of an odd explanation, but that's how he explained it to me. That's interesting. You had just a little bit of background coming into this. A little bit. I had nothing other than that looks cool. Gotcha. <laughs> I've uh, smoked a corncob pipe a few times. Oh, yeah? I have yeah? one in my house. Fun fact, I went to the corncob pipe factory. The? There's the, just one? The original corncob pipe, the Meerschaum pipe uh, company, I believe, in Washington, Missouri. Oh my god, this episode is going so well, you guys. I didn't know Tim had that much background on this. Oh, oh. He had more into it right than now. I did. All right, I think I got mine. I think I'm ready to go. Let me check the draw on it real quick. How'd they say the draw is supposed to be? I think it's supposed to be pretty tight. Just like a little bit of air. So I'm going to tamp like, this down a little bit more and add a little bit more to it. Like sucking through a coffee straw? No, I think um, I think a little harder than that. So like... Oh, I got to really tamp that down then. Yeah, I think I got to tamp mine down a little bit more too. Got the man handshake. Yeah, manly handshake. I'm, handshake. I'm shaking a child's hand right now. 
It's embarrassing. Also, if you hear rain, leaves, or blowing, or birds, we are outside in my garage right now. Yeah, these guys didn't know why I told them that we couldn't record inside today. I'm glad <laughs> you recommended that, though. Fill it up to the top, then? Yeah, so it's kind of heaping on the last one, and then you tamp it down from above. Yeah. All right. Even though I I've smoked my corncob pipe, I really don't know how to smoke it correctly, and it always goes out, so this would be nice to know. Okay, I think I'm good. Cool, I think I am too. So I'm going uh, to take a few sips here before I get to work on the cigar. Cigar. Pipe. As far as I can tell, folks, I did a pretty bad job here. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm doing a very good job. Does it look like toast? Um, it looks like I charred the top, but it also kind of popped up a little bit. Mine did that as well. So I don't know. We'll see if it worked, though, because it looks like the whole top's kind of charred, so I don't know. Let's go in for it. Oh, yeah, round number two. I'm doing so bad. I really thought I was going to be good at this. Joe, you got it going. Look at you. Okay, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm set now. I think there's a direct correlation to how good you are between how good you are at growing a beard and how well you can probably. Smoke a pipe. Tim and I look like we're pretty set. Yeah, <laughs> I have I going. have no beard and no smoke. So what are you guys getting for tasting notes on the uh, the pipe? Almost like some of those heartier flavors. So I'm curious as to what yours would be like, Stephen. <laughs> Tim Tim's roasting along over there. Oh God, damn it, Tim. Just call me Patton. Uh, <laughs> I will not. Yeah, I'm doing nothing. I hope you guys are enjoying the pipes that I got you. Yeah, you guys are killing it over there. What about you, Tim? Are you, have, are you enjoying that? Are you getting any flavor out of it? I'm enjoying it. Um, I don't know how to describe this flavor, though. It's got... I, I feel the spiciness. Spice in the tobacco? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Just a, just a little, little bit of a spiciness. So that probably will help play along in the bourbon. Hmm. I, I'm making a mess over here. Now I'm pulling too much out the top because I put the pick in it. Oh, God. This is a disaster. <laughs> Good Lord. Don't anybody look at me. All right. Have you guys done the pairing yet? A little bit. What do you think? All right. I'm still trying to get mine lit. Tim, you jump in with tasting notes. You're like... He's he's going he's going to town right now. Tim's a chimney. That's why we call him Timney. That's the first time I've heard that name, but I like it. Timney. <laughs> so right off the bat, I'm getting a lot spicier on the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Like right on the tip of the tongue there. Really? But See, going I down, think it smooths it out a little bit more. Well, it, I before I didn't taste any spice when I was trying this bourbon, but the perhaps the tobacco is messing with it and just on the tip of my tongue giving mm-hmm. that spice. But as it's going down, it's just smooth. Gotcha. I would have expected the opposite that this would have um, dulled your taste buds just a little bit and uh, taken the edge off of the bourbon. So it's for me, it smooths it out a lot. 
I think it smooths it out a ton. Hmm. To me, I'm not really tasting the bourbon as much really? anymore. The bourbon? Yeah. Interesting. So it's dulling the flavor in a bad way? Now, that's the first That's the first sip I took after not taking a draw off the pipe first. And that the flavors came back. Okay. So maybe waiting a couple seconds after exhaling the smoke before you take the sip of the bourbon. Oh, man, my pipe went out. <laughs> Mine's just getting going. I don't think I have, like, a solid thing going on here. I'm definitely going to have to practice, but... uh. Well, you saw mine was going good, and then it just died. Dead baby handshake. God. Not a dead baby handshake. <sighs> Careful with that. Oh, no. You're a pro. Why is Tim a pro at this? I'm not a pro at this. Even fixing it, he's doing a better job than I did. I don't know. That still looks like a mess. I'm on max like number six. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why they recommend you have a full box of matches to smoke one pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear my dog huffing outside the door right now. Oh, yeah. I did get your dog a pipe as well. Oh, good. Okay. She doesn't want to feel left out. Yeah, Tim, you're right. I think I'm getting some like spicy notes from the uh, breakfast blend. It's not that bad though. It's no. You got you. you you're 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 doing the breakfast blend too, yes. right? Okay. And then I have the Baskerville, which okay. I think uh, just from smelling it is a little bit heartier than the breakfast mm -hmm. blend. I'm enjoying it quite a bit, even though um, it's really besting me by like a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm losing this battle, but yeah. I am having a lot of fun. All right, let me get into this Angel Envy. I want to know too. There goes Chimney again. <laughs> no, it's Timney. Oh, Timney. <laughs> Chimney. I, that's, uh, ah, ah, come on, Joey. Oh, my God. I am getting all kinds of sweetness. I think it took all the spicy edge off of it for me. Oh, did it? Yeah, it's so sweet for me. I love... That's why I love pairing um, smoking with whiskey. Um, also, a uh, note that I guess we didn't throw out, but I assumed you guys knew. Don't inhale. You don't inhale... Yeah, a, I've had enough uh, like cigars pipe, to... Pipe tobacco. And don't partake often enough to have severe risk of mouth and throat cancer. <laughs> Good tip. Probably similar to how much whiskey you should intake. There's a line. <laughs> Still looking for it. Oh, mine went out. Well, that's all I have oh. for, for you guys, uh, surprise-wise. Um, any final thoughts? This was thoughts? a delightful surprise. This was. I was not expecting to come over here and have a cigar or a well, pipe didn't. with my whiskey. <laughs> I think we're probably going to settle in for another 20 or 30 minutes to work our way through these. I think what the guy, what uh, John told me, was that a full pipe should last you maybe 15 minutes to a half hour fully packed. So if you want to cut that down, you can do half um you can pack them half full i don't know that i would have the ability to light it if it was half full but <laughs> yeah there you go awesome well steven tim thank you for joining me on today's podcast steven thank you for our pipe gift bag today excellent and the whiskey yep it's good stuff happy very to good, do it very good choice <laughs> so yeah this was a little bit of a twist from our normal episode so that was cool um so, yeah, for those of you listening, we'll be back again in two weeks. Um, follow me on Instagram at Erringman's Pub. And, yeah, once again, Steve and Tim, thanks for joining us today. Yep.
Have a good one, guys. Thanks. All right. Uh, oh, as always, the best whiskey and cigars are shared with friends. <laughs> pipe. pipe. Oh, pipe. <laughs> Let me try it again. The best whiskey and pipes are shared with friends. Sancho. See you, everyone. This is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol.